Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we're going to talk with Marketing Director Juliana Beauvais and Product Manager Norayan Balabascarain about Enterprise Asset Management. That's a ServiceNow application that extends traditional asset management to the enterprise level. Stay tuned. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm happy to welcome Juliana Beauvais and Narayan Balabascarain to our virtual studio. Welcome to you both. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Before we start talking about enterprise asset management, maybe you could tell our listeners a little bit about what you both do here at ServiceNow. I am Director of Product and Solution Marketing at ServiceNow for our asset management products. And that's the TAM IT asset management, which is hardware, software, and cloud as well as the new enterprise asset management product that we're going to talk about today. Thanks. And how about you, Narayan? Of course, I work as product manager. My role is to work with internal teams to ensure that our game solution meets evolving needs of our customers. All right. Well, and how about when you're not at work? What do you folks like to do? When I'm not at work, I normally spend my time with my amazing family. Yeah, I am married and I have two beautiful daughters. We love to explore outdoors together. And we normally spend our time over weekends doing trekking, some biking trips. And we always feel like, you know, being out in nature brings balance to our life. So that's one big pastime for us. Juliana? We're both outdoorsy people. And so I also enjoy hiking, skiing, biking on the weekends, usually. But I bought a house about six months ago. That needs a lot of work. So I've been spending almost all my time painting, staining doors, yard work, all the joys of home ownership. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I guess let's start talking about EAM. Uh, for folks who may not be familiar with the idea, can you tell us what is enterprise asset management all about? Sure. So enterprise assets per se is, is the backbone of any company or organization, right? So it, it, it is what which powers your front line and back end of entire organization. And enterprise asset management is kind of a holistic approach to manage these organization assets throughout their life cycle. And it's not like you only do hardware asset management or software asset management. It, it covers everything from normal consumables that you use and throw it off and to the actual missionaries, which is being used for decades and which goes into many iterations of maintenance and refurbishments and upgrades. So, Narayan, let me ask you real quick. So, software and hardware asset management, they are about IT assets. But enterprise asset management, that extends it beyond to any kind of enterprise asset. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. When we say enterprise assets, it, it includes everything. And, you know, all the physical assets you can think of within an organization, which is obviously, you know, anything apart from IT assets. So, let me continue on, like, you know, what EAM is all about. EAM actually gives you a managing a full life cycle of an asset, like, you know, starting from procurement, planning, you know, scheduling maintenance and repairs, taking, you know, tracking cars, monitoring performance. Yeah. I think something really important here is that oftentimes people say they do enterprise asset management, but they really end up just focusing mostly on maintenance management because these assets tend to have a longer lifespan overall than some of the IT assets where they're expected to be in use for two to five years. Some of the enterprise assets could be machinery, manufacturing production equipment that is used for 20, 30, 40. I mean, I've seen 
pieces of equipment that are 50 years old and still still running. So a large portion of the lifespan tends to be in maintenance. But what companies then miss out are the benefits of automating everything that happens, you know, before the assets put in use and then, you know, things that happen near the end of life. Okay, so that's enterprise asset management in general. And so now we've added the capabilities to do that to the ServiceNow platform. Yeah, and this is where it gets really exciting because we're able to handle almost any kind of asset that a company has that is critical to their business between our IT asset management and now our enterprise asset management applications. And we're really the only platform out there that can do this for companies. And we are seeing interest across all kinds of industries, from manufacturing to healthcare to retail to facilities, government agencies, law enforcement, and having some really fun conversations around what it is exactly that companies need to track. Some funny examples have been an amusement park wanting to track some of the expensive costumes or assets used in their parades and light shows to a media company that wanted to track all the equipment in their van that goes on site as well as the van itself. And then to more serious use cases around ammunition and tracking weapons in law enforcement agencies. So we've we are having those kinds of conversations along with what we would consider more traditional enterprise asset management with manufacturing equipment, medical devices in a, a healthcare setting, as well as all the building systems and furniture and everything happening within a facility. So launching enterprise asset management application, that was like opening a great big door. And I'm imagining that the new view you got of all the different industries and sectors that could take advantage of this, that must have guided the development of the product a bit. I think what's really interesting here is that enterprise asset management has existed as a discipline for several decades. And like a lot of areas, it originated where there was the most need, right? Where things were either the largest um, financial investments or the highest risk. So for a long time, it was really the onus of mining, oil and gas, utilities, energy companies, and then moving into manufacturing where like if their assets go down, you know, they they can't operate and they lose money or, you know, people could could get hurt or, you know, accidents can happen. So that's where the the discipline was kind of created. But now it's it's getting, I would say, democratized where more and more companies can take advantage of these concepts and these workflows. And that's that's really what happened at ServiceNow is we have all kinds of companies using software and hardware asset management. And they said, you know, we, we really like ServiceNow's approach to asset management. And can you basically do what you're doing for us in IT, but for all of our other business assets? Because the way that they've been approaching it hasn't really integrated with all the other parts of the business and allowed them to unlock productivity from their teams. Let me just ask to make sure I understand. You've mentioned workflow a couple times. So when you say EAM is workflow driven, you're saying that it parallels the actual workflow in the company for managing these assets from throughout their life cycle. Do I have that right? 
Sure. If you see our product and all the workflows and strong foundation that we have for EAM, it's not actually built from scratch. We have two successful products in ServiceNow platform, hardware asset management and software asset management. And which you know, both of these products have strong asset management foundation and predominantly driven based on a workflow solution. And we get to meet different customers in different sectors. And based on the feedback that we received on these two products, and this became the instrument or no backend and our backbone of shaping the entire development of our EAM application. And we took these workflows and strong asset foundation and extended to create, you know, to support the full life cycle of physical assets through our EAM solution. And by leveraging our customers' insights and building on proven asset management framework, we are now able to create a powerful and user-friendly EAM solution. All right. Well, in the course of the development of the product, maybe you could give us an example of a technical challenge that your team had to overcome. Let me explain you a scenario. Within our application, we actually wanted to expose our products visually to the user. That means like if you have maintenance guy going and repair or going going out for maintenance, you know, doing maintenance on one particular asset, he needs to know where exactly the asset is located. And we want to expose that visually so that he could actually locate that asset and then move towards it. You know, and he, he can also visually see all the assets in one particular location. So to solve that, we have planned to use one of our existing product in the platform called MapWise, like that is an indoor mapping solution. And when we approached the solution or when we started using it, we understood that the location, uh, actually what they were using stood in four different tables with a different hierarchy than compared to what we were using location in our enterprise application. When we tried to map this location to theirs, it became a big hassle and it, it, it actually took us couple of iterations till we try to actually sync up with the data from the indoor mapping team and ask them to map the actual same location that we use in our product. The beauty of the solution is now that we have mapped the indoor mapping location to the platform location field and not only EM but other applications across the service no platform now we will be able to uh, utilize the to expose you know their their own location or their own assets in a, in a visual format i love this story i love this story on so many levels first on a personal level i was actually an industry analyst before joining ServiceNow, and i covered ServiceNow's purchase of mapwise And so often in the tech industry, we see these mergers and acquisitions where a bigger company, you know, goes out and and buys up smaller, you know, former startup companies to acquire new technology. And that's a great strategy, right? Instead of, you know, building it, buy it. But to do it right for the um, end users and, and customers to actually get value from it, you really have to put the work in to, as, as we call it, replatform. So take the best of that technology company you've acquired and combine it with the best your platform so that companies can really take it, take full advantage of it. And, and this is a, a specific story of the company doing that. And it's, it's one of the reasons that I joined ServiceNow is I, I just really like their approach. All right. Well, thanks for the glimpse into the past. And now let's look at the present. So for companies that are looking at implementing enterprise asset management for the first time, 
that's going to take a whole new approach, a new way of thinking about asset management. Are there any insights here about the EAM in general and about using ServiceNow app? Yeah, I think it's, I'll, I'll kind of call back to what I was saying earlier that I would say our conversations fall into three categories. You know, one are companies that have been, you know, doing enterprise asset management for a long time, but they don't like the tool set, right? Like they don't like the way that they're doing it. And they see an opportunity to work with ServiceNow to gain efficiencies and productivity there. The second are companies that have been like kind of doing it, thinking they're doing it, using, you know, maybe a CMMS, which is an old term, computerized maintenance management system. So using a a point solution for maintenance, some spreadsheets, maybe hacking into the, the ERP and, and the procurement system and really just trying to string all this stuff together. But when it comes to have, being audited, you know, pulling up documentation, it's, it's kind of a nightmare. And then they're, you know, everything's very manual. And then there's companies that have been, that are in industries that haven't really been doing EAM that are, that are seeing this for the, for the first time. And those are really interesting conversations as well. But really for all three types, it starts with their data, so helping them often working with one of our partners, ServiceNow partners in our ecosystem to get all their asset data organized and entered into the system. And then it's really mapping out and thinking about their processes, all the different roles and people that touch an asset and you know what their different tasks are and making sure that everyone is is set up and the system is, you know, working to automate what's, you know, actually happening at the company or what they would more often what they would like to see actually happen at the company. And then and then getting into key performance indicators, right? So making sure that you're measuring the right things, reporting on the right things, and then you, you know, then you're really cranking with the system. So just to add to that, a company, when they start implementing it for first time, they just need a clear and well-defined strategy. It is not just an application, you know that, right? So understanding their goals and objectives and identifying KPIs to measure the success and improve asset uptime, no? which is the end goal we need to know before even implementing them. And once you know all the KPIs that you are going to improve, and once you start implementing it, itself is an ongoing process. And it is not one-time event. It, you can't just implement and leave it out, right? And you need to keep on evaluating the performance of the assets and then adjust the application towards your goal. Like, you know, make sure the system that you have implemented remains aligned to your business goals so that, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it, it serves the purpose. And the business goals can change. So a company might initially adopt EAM to improve their asset uptime, right? Maybe there's a, we actually have a customer in a retail setting and there's, you know, one printer in the store that, you know, is part of the process of labeling and delivering the food. And when that printer breaks, it uh, pretty much shuts them down. And it's not the most, you know, expensive or complicated asset in that store, right? But it's, it's the critical element for them for their process, and so, you know, EAM is helping them figure out, getting data on when these break, how many do we need to keep, you know, in the store so they can just put a new one in? What happens to that broken one? Do we need to look at a different, you know, supplier of these printers, right? So there's lots of different questions that go into just that asset uptime. But then other companies might be dealing more with 
theft, right? Or, or misplaced or lost. We've seen situations where there's like one custom wrench that is required to perform maintenance on a piece of equipment in a, a production manufacturing setting. And they lose that one wrench. And so then someone goes out and orders like 10 of them because they're like, gosh, darn it, I'm not going to get held up by this wrench again. So over time, and depending on your company, those business objectives will change. But once you've adopted a platform like ServiceNow, you have all the components and all that foundation to be able to solve those problems as they arise. The key here is becoming more proactive in, in the business operations. Like, you know, instead of replacing something which has gone wrong, you know when it is going to go wrong so that you replace it in advance so that your business operations continue to without any hassle. Okay, so it sounds like enterprise asset management, it's a whole new way of life for a company, both from the strategic and mindset standpoint and from the way they conduct their operations. So once they've made that shift, how would a company get started using EAM? The key factors to select any EAM solution for your organization should be ease of use, scalability, security, and the ability to integrate with your own existing other systems. And finally, how the entire system on, on a holistic level meets your objectives and goals for the organization. And uh, if you follow all these steps, and then you can move on to building a proper implementation team. When I say implementation team, you need to bring in stakeholders from all the different functionalities within your organization, starting from operations, maintenance, IT, finance, and you know, what are the de relevant departments that asset goes through. And I know you need to bring in stakeholders from all these teams so that your implementation team has proper representation from every part of the organization. And finally, I would suggest to make sure you, know, you leverage whatever the support or training that is provided by the EAM provider. And that actually gives you an edge in order to get proper technical support or even using best practices shared by them to get a you know, successful implementation. Once a company has got EAM up and running, do you have any tips for using it more effectively? I'd like to drill in a little bit to the scalability that you mentioned. We actually have one of our first customers went live a few months ago, and it was three to four months from the time that they, you know, really committed to doing this to the time that they were up and up and running. And they have over 30,000 different models, including over a thousand models that have multiple components. So whether it's a, a parent asset with a children asset, and then they have over 80,000 assets. Yeah, so asset instances based on those models. And so this is, you know, that's a, honestly, it sounds like a lot, but that's a pretty modest <laughs> implementation in the EAM world. And so that's, that's the other thing I would add is it's good for a lot of organizations, unless they're porting over, you know, their whole asset library from another system to start in pieces. So take, you know, a part of your operations, take a set of assets and work with those first, and then keep adding on other areas. As I keep on repeating, EAM implementation or using EAM is not just technology, right? So companies need to think beyond just technology itself, like how the solution can derive value for their business. So that's much more important than using technology. So you need to align your processes in, I know along with the system and the system should be able to meet your 
organizational goals and you need to ensure that this broader goals are propagated to all the stakeholders and they are aware and why they are actually doing this in the system so unless until you enforce this and then train your stakeholders to use the system that is no why you can't derive value out of it right so yeah em software can provide valuable insights into asset performance and maintenance trends and when you need to replace and when you need to do maintenance but then the actual action if you don't take it based on the data then there is no value in the actual em usage right so make sure that stakeholders are focused on data driven decision making that's the key advantage of using em software in the organization and leverage analytics across the assets you no know, so that you know you know when to perform maintenance and when to replace assets and use this data to manage the asset life cycle across all points so that you can derive maximum value out of each asset in the organization and i love that answer with the stakeholders and it's one of the things that servicenow has a great strength in because there are many other roles and functions within your organization that can be automating their workflows on servicenow as well you know it can all really come together nicely you know so for example upfront with procurement so like a, a workflow we have in EAM is somebody might request something or you're opening a site or you're closing a site and equipment you know needs to be transferred so you can see what do i have available in local stock what do i have available in stock at other locations or warehouses and then in order to you know fulfill the asset requirement for this task or project you know what do we need to procure and then you can create basically a shell po in right in the eam system that can then integrate directly with your erp or procurement system so it's all connected and then i'll give it up one more example of kind of end of life so when something's ready to be retired or decommissioned how do you actually dispose of that and we have built in workflows for donating an item so maybe it's no longer of use to your organization for your needs at this time out of you know your policy for length of life or something like that but it's still a functioning piece of equipment that somebody else could take advantage of so there's there's resell and then there's you know disposals where you can integrate with your ESG stakeholders and making sure that you're following environmental and sustainable practices with recycling the components that you can now this is what i was uh, initially speaking of that no anything and everything that you do in the process is all workflow driven when it comes to service now right so we have ready to implement workflows across the life cycle of the asset so that makes it easier for organizations to utilize them and you know go live quickly so we've gotten a good look at what EAM is today what kind of plans do you have for the product uh, down the road up until then we have gone broad in terms of uh, enabling capabilities across the life cycle of the asset and moving forward focusing more on going deep on each of the workflows so that you know we are able to solve more customer problems so that's our focus for near future now and we are also looking at enhancing our capabilities around linear and fleet management assets to provide some of the capabilities for industries those who are using them okay well well thank you for the glimpse into the crystal ball before we wrap up here is there anything else you want to mention about eam 
We always welcome feedback and suggestions from our customers to help inform our product development process. So reach out to your account team, look for opportunities to attend our roadmap sessions, as well as our live webinars where we have Q&A. Come find us at one of the many live industry events that we attend throughout the year. We just would really love to engage. And as you start your journey, look for ways to become a member of our advisory councils, either for EAM or one of our other product sets. So we just love hearing from you and want to make sure that we are delivering the most valuable value possible to your organization. I think that summarizes it. We are always open for customer feedbacks and we would love to incorporate whatever that we hear from the field in our product to make the best possible enterprise asset management solution from ServiceNow. Yeah, and another great way to do that is our community pages. So there's one for enterprise asset management separate from our IT asset management products now. So go to our, our website and sign up for those. You've already mentioned uh, a number of sources of information here, webinars, the community, and so on. Any other sources of information for people who are looking to learn a little bit more about EAM? We have a a variety of on-demand webinars and data sheets and solution briefs available on our servicenow.com website, as well as all the technical and product documentation that's produced for each release. So there's a, depending on your role and whether you kind of want to learn more about the capabilities and the business value without getting into the details or going over into the technical documentation, that's all available to you. Thank you both very much for joining us. That was very insightful as far as EAM in general and the ServiceNow app. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us, too. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation or knowledge base or our ServiceNow support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening.